Hello there, everyone, and welcome to the first ever psych-minded episode. Today, I am going to be going over just kind of like the whole idea behind psych-minded, who I am, what I'm about, what my goals, aspirations are for the psychology world, and really just what I want to have you guys take away from this podcast. Um, I do want to preface that I'm going to be having a lot of guests on here, most likely psychology major um, individuals, people that I know in my life that are also studying psychology or have a heavy influence in psychology. Um, I really wanted this to be a podcast where people can learn, they can understand, and they can feel like, oh, wow, this is the first podcast that's actually giving me deep insight into, you know, kind of the whole world of psychology, both in college and both what to expect out of college. Um, And this is going to be just a really cool um, first-timer thing. I've never actually had a full-on real podcast. I've actually tried before with different ideas, topics, but this is just the most, you know, the one that hits home for me is psychology because I've been studying psychology for about four years now, and I think that what I've learned, what I'm going to continue to learn, and what I have to offer and share with you guys is just going to be, like, tremendous, you know, like, I I plan on giving you guys all the knowledge and insight that I know, the ideas that come to mind when it comes to certain concepts and theories, and um, we're going to be going through a lot of stuff. So, um, it's not just going to be your random, you know, whatever psychological bits, it's going to be about a a lot of different topics. Um, I'm going to be covering developmental psychology, cognitive psychology, mental health. Um, We're going to be talking about addiction, drug abuse, stuff like that to like really get you guys understanding, you know, there's more to psychology than just, you know, asking questions about someone's day, how they've been, you know, asking them about their triggers, stressors, how their life is. There's so much more than that. And I think a lot of people don't see that. So this is kind of the opportunity to be like, hey, guys, (laughs) let's all jump on this psychology, um, you know, train together and let's learn as much as we can. Um, So I'm very excited Um, for this episode, though. I did want to go over a couple things. um, And I think that this is just going to be like the best way to introduce myself to you guys and to really get you guys like understanding of who I am, my background you know, what I'm about, and, you know, then you guys can continue to follow the journey with me. Um, So before I even jump into that, I've actually done some psych-minded episode videos on my YouTube, because I have a YouTube channel as well. I'm like a multi-faceted, I like to call myself an artist, but also a psychologist, because I do understand, like, there's multiple facets to our life. Um, I have multiple, you know, self-schemas that, you know, add together to create my self-concept, and my self-concept happens to be an artistic psychologist. So I really do appreciate your guys' support and everything I do. So if I do talk about other things in my life, like, for instance, my YouTube or my cosmetics brand or you know, whatever I talk to you guys about, I hope you guys are still interested. But the majority of this podcast is going to be about psychology. Um, So to start off, who I am, my name is James. Um, My my full name, James Anthony II. Um, (laughs) 
I actually really love having the second on my name because it's a it's a cute little addition, you know, um, and it's it's really nice to know like you know your family thought of you like to be like oh I want them to continue the name, you know. So um, that's kind of something that I hold cute and dear to me is that. Um, but I am a psychology student at the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. Um, I've been there for three years. Um, I've been studying psychology for four years because I started studying that in my senior year of high school. Um, I actually took psychology AP and passed my psych exam, which was amazing because I know a lot of my friends in those classes did not pass it. And that's, you know, it, it's an attestment to like who you think you are. Like for me, I knew like, oh, if I am going to pursue psychology, I need to do my best. And then from there you know, pass my exam. And then that was like my green light into saying, hey, this is what you need to do. This is something that you're going to be fascinated with for the rest of your life. And I think that you should, you know, approach it head on. So that's what I did. <clears throat> so um, I have a couple little questions here, not questions, but little things I want to go over um, within this episode so you guys get to know me more. Um, so my calling in the psychology field is truly mental health. Um, I really do believe that people do not understand mental health as much as they think they do. Um, a lot of people can say, you know, I experience this and that, and they may try to self-diagnose themselves with, say, a mental illness or a mental challenge, but it is up to a professional to do that. Again, I am not a 100% a professional. Like, I am a professional in my field, but I am not um, a therapist or counselor quite yet. Um, that's my kind of goal right now. But, um, as of now, I am a psychology professional to help, but not to, you know, give advice or to counsel or to give therapy to. Um, so that is my calling. I also am very interested in cognitive and developmental psychology. Those two are very interesting to me. Um, I think that they go hand in hand, um, in, you know, in, conjunction with mental health because cognitive psychology is all about the processes in our brain and how we as people can continue to see changes in our cognitive patterns and things that we don't normally see. Um, a lot of people think as we age, oh, you're probably just going to get better and better at certain things. But truly, there are some processes that we start to diminish as we approach like our 40s. And it's like something that, you know, not a lot of people understand. So I think um, psychology in its own can be a misunderstood and, um, you know, I guess, misinterpreted field. But um, that's kind of why I wanted to do this so that people can see like, there's so much more to the psychology world than there is just reading a book or trying to analyze somebody. Um, so I also am very into developmental psychology because developmental psychology has to do with how we are brought up, how we, you know, are developing as people and developmental and cognitive go hand in hand because as you develop your cognitive abilities, either one increase or they're challenged. And then there's ways that we can go about, you know, breaking the challenge and hopefully getting you to that, that spot that you need to be to help with the developmental side of things. Um, so it's, it's very fascinating. Um, I also am very interested in memory. Um, I always kid and say that I have the worst memory and I see, I feel like sometimes I do, but when it comes to things that I'm passionate about, like for instance, psychology or my makeup brand or my YouTube and my music, I am very, very like aware and in depth with all that. Um, 
So yeah, that's my calling. Um, now for me, I've, you know, I already said I was at UNLV. I still am. I graduate at the end of this year. So December, 2021. Yes. And I'm going to be applying for my master's program at UNLV, um, in the clinical mental health, uh, counseling program. And that one is going to be very interesting. I'm super excited. I haven't yet applied. I'm supposed to apply within the next semester. So I'm in my second to last semester, my penultimate semester. Super excited about that. Um, I'm just really excited to be able to help people and to like give back, you know, to people who just don't quite know what's going on with them. You know, um, I've myself have been challenged with mental illnesses and I have also have my own diagnoses that I take to heart, you know, but I make it a mission that every day I'm going to do better and better. And that at the end of the day, this doesn't control me. You know, it is something that may be a part of me, but it's definitely not something that's going to take control of my life and, you know, get it to the point where I'm not able to function because then that's when it becomes a really big problem. And, you know, that's when I would say, okay, now I need my own professional help from another professional because in the end of the day, like I cannot counsel or, you know, give therapy to myself. I may know techniques and coping mechanisms and ways to help, you know, advertently not you know, fall into the whole process of going through with the mental illness. But I I know that when I notice that I am, you know, for instance, OCD, when I'm very OCD, I know like there is moments where I need to just relax, stop thinking about, you know, the little things, the little minute details and just focus on the big picture. And if the big picture is okay, then I'm okay. So like there's certain things that I do to help myself. Um, but that's also, you know, coming with, learning about it and and knowing how to treat yourself and how to, you know, do better for yourself. So besides my education, I have actually done two internships already um, within my undergraduate career. Um, My first one, I worked with a woman named Raquel Talent. She is an amazing woman, super sweet. She's in the Las Vegas area. She's actually a registered dietitian and she is amazing. If any of you are listening that are in Las Vegas and are looking for dietary, um, you know, help, any type of wellness help, especially with like, you know, balancing out, you know, your life and making sure you have enough time for you, you know, what you're doing for yourself as in being healthy and maintaining, you know, a good, you know, health. Um, I would definitely recommend hitting her up. She is amazing, super sweet. And um, I worked with her for, I want to say, a semester, if not going into two semesters. Um, I started getting very busy and we had understood that that was kind of like, okay, well, I might need to relax with this internship. But um, I learned a lot from her and um, I really do think that internships help so much with getting your foot into the professional world. You want to be able to see how people, you know, interact, how they socialize, how they network, you know. Um, And that was a very, very helpful um, experience for me. Um, The other one that I'm still doing that I actually got last year was um, NAMI. So NAMI is the National Alliance on Mental Illness. It's one of the biggest grassroots corporations and organizations that have actually, you know, done more than just talk about mental illness. They've supported, educated, and continue to educate about the 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 many facets of mental illness. You know, it doesn't just affect the one person, it affects the people in their life, you know, and it, it affects a lot. So for, you know, a com- uh, organization as big as NAMI, you know, they have about like three affiliates, if not more in every state. And by affiliates, I mean like, smaller groups of them so you have like for here in nevada southern nevada um 
I believe there is a Henderson one. Um, I forget what the other one is. It's like Northern Nevada. Um, but there is a lot of different organizations within NAMI that all work together to help do better for those that are affected by mental health challenges or issues. Um, and it's just beautiful to be able to work with them. I think I myself have learned so much more about understanding and being accepting and being patient and being, you know, being there for people that just may not have other people there for them. Um, for me, I am a very big, like, I don't like to say I'm an empath, but I think I am because I definitely like to help people, especially when I feel like sometimes they may not even want the help, but like, you know, I really do feel like I would want to help them. So that's like kind of for me, I feel like I feel a lot of people's energies and a lot of people's struggles. And when I feel that I want to help even more. And it's just like, it's something in me that's like, I just want to help people. I want to do better and I want to do something good for society. Um, so this is kind of my way of doing that. Um, but I've worked with NAMI for about, like I said, almost a year now. I'm still working with them. Um, what I do there is a couple things. At first, I was a volunteer coordinator. I was, you know, helping onboard new volunteers finding out what their interests are within the NAMI organization and finding the best way to like, you know, have them help us. And um, of course, as volunteers, you know, we're not getting paid for it. So this is all just out of me wanting to help. And I feel like a lot of people, you know, they see that as well, you know, you could be getting paid for something like that. And it's like, I understand, but at the same time, that's not why I do it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, I do need to pay my bills. And that's why I am in school to be a psychologist. But I do believe that there's no harm in helping. And especially when like, you know, say you have free time, definitely go help volunteer, do something that's going to help others. Don't just sit there in your own bubble. You know, um, the world is too small and life is too short to just sit there and worry only about yourself. Um, of course, you can do that, you know, but I think there's there's definitely a lot of learning experiences that come with helping other people and understanding that, you know, there is more to life than just, you know, focusing on the small things that you think matter at that very moment. Um, so with them now, I currently do um, presentations. So I'm going to tell you guys about two of the presentations that I am actually associated with. Um, so there's one called In Our Own Voice, and that one we go over basically our own struggles um, with mental uh, issues or mental health challenges. Um, we talk about that in comparison to our lives and to our smaller populations. So for me, um, coming up very soon within February, I'm going to be doing a um, LGBTQ plus in our own voice. And that is for special populations of LGBTQ plus members. And it can even be allies, it can be anybody who wants to learn about it. But in regards to that, I'm talking about my challenges with my mental health challenges, and how also being a part of the LGBTQ plus community has been a different experience than say, you know, someone who's challenged with mental illnesses or mental health challenges in say like the African American community or the Asian American community. Um, so it's a very different, you know, like, you know, subcategory. And for people who may be like, well, I don't really know how it can be that different. No, like it is completely different. Like um, culture to culture, mental health is taken differently. It's sometimes not even thought of as serious. And, you know, 
being able to express that and talk to people who may be able to relate and be like, wow, like, you know, I totally get what you're talking about. And just that alone, like that presentation could help somebody in a tremendous way. Like, it's just, it's very empowering to know, like, I'm able to help people, even if I'm not directly being able to help them. The other one that there is that I am training for currently um, is the Ending the Silence um, presentations. And those ones are really about talking about mental health challenges and, you know, getting through the whole stigma behind having a mental health challenge. Some people believe that, you know, having a mental health challenge means that you can't do things the same as other people. Sometimes that could be true, but sometimes it's not because sometimes that mental health challenge affects someone differently than it does another person. And, you know, granted, we all have different lives and the way that we live our lives also affects our challenges. So um, it's very interesting to see the people that we reach out to and then them reach out to us and be like, you know, I didn't think about it like this um, or, you know, I never understood that there was that big of a, of a, a stigma about it. And for me, I just, I find it pretty astonishing that people are still stigmatized by mental health issues. I think we as people are continuing to change and develop. So why is it that people are having such a hard time understanding that our mind does the same? Our mind ages, it decays, it goes through processes that continuously get weaker. Um, I think it's just, you know, it's more about we need to bring awareness to the fact that it is normal to go through mental health challenges. And I think people need to hopefully wake up to that because, I mean, our generation, I'm I'm about to be 21, so our generation is very open-minded and very aware that mental health is real. Um, but, you know, in previous generations, it wasn't as accepted or talked about as often. So, I think it's time to break the mold. I think it's time we get through this and we see that, you know, there is more to mental health than people struggling. You know, there's more to that. Um, and I just want people to hopefully be able to see this and, you know, help us all do better. Um, I've also taken so many psychology courses and counseling education courses that I feel like I have a very good grasp on what it is to want to help someone in a helping professional relationship um, and also how to go about giving the best advice and, um, you know, giving them that hope and peace of mind that, you know, you are not alone in this. You're not going through this alone. It may feel like that sometimes, but we are all here in support and advocacy, and we're going to all do our best to help everyone get through things. Um, so besides that, um, I already told you guys why I'm interested in psychology and, you know, kind of like the ideas behind the three main ones, cognitive, developmental, and mental health psychology. Those are all very important, and they go hand in hand. And I think people sometimes forget that that is true, but it is very true. A lot of psychology goes hand in hand. Um, and yes, there are subcategories, but because there is so much to learn, that's why there are subcategories. And of course, with every other field, that's going to be how it is. But psychology is just so big that you just have to divide it up so that we can see everything for what it is and then come together again for the big picture, you know? Um so besides that, um, I kind of just wanted to preface that in the coming episodes, I will have guests. Um, there will be episodes where it's just me talking, and I hope that you guys are interested and, you know, very aware of, you know, keeping an open mind, being mindful, 
Um, this podcast is a safe place for anybody. Um, if you feel like you are going through something that is bigger than what, you know, you're getting advice for or what you feel like, you know, oh, like, this is great, but I want more help, then please reach out to a mental health professional or a psychologist professional, somebody, a counseling professional, anyone that can help you in what you're and what you're trying to, you know, see and receive. Um, please reach out because I think that is going to be the most helpful thing for you. And don't let anybody, anyone tell you that it is weird or abnormal or, you know, you know, any type of negative thing about reaching out to get help. Don't ever let that get to you because at the end of the day, I always reach out for help when I need help. Everybody should be able to do that because this is the world we live in. We have a very crazy world and a lot of the things that we have going on in our life are out of our control. So, and a lot of things that go in our brain are out of control, or not out of control, out of our control. And it's it's very hard to feel like, you know, ah, I'm here alone, but it can be very easy to feel like that too. So if you feel like you need the help, please reach out to a professional and um, I'm really hoping I can instill some positive notes into you guys and, you know, get you guys thinking about the cool aspects of psychology and, you know, let us all learn together, you know? Um, so in the coming episodes, I'm thinking of putting the episodes that I have actually recorded as physical videos for my YouTube channel. I'm thinking of converting them to audio files and putting them as episodes for, you know, the next couple episodes until I can get you know, guests that I would love to have on my show, on my show. And I think that'd be great because I just know that there is so much to learn from collaborative teamwork. And I want you guys to be able to experience that through this podcast. So trust me, I'm giving this my 100% effort. And I hope you guys are ready to learn and grow and together we'll all be better people. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up, but I hope you guys enjoyed this first introduction to the Psych Minded Podcast, and I am so ready for you guys to learn more with me. Um, I'm going to put the NAMI links for the National Alliance of Mental Illness in the description for these podcasts because it is a very, very helpful organization, and if you are learning to educate yourself or be more there for others and learn how to be supportive and get through it with other people, that is definitely the solution. NAMI teaches you so much and they have so much to offer, so many courses, all for free. And it's just, it's a great organization. So without any further ado, um, if you guys are interested in any of my profiles or, you know, platforms, my music, my brand, um, if you guys are, I will have everything linked in the description for all the podcast episodes so you guys can more than likely reach out if you would like to. Um, so anyway, um, without any further ado, I will see you guys all in the next episode. Have a good one, you guys.